Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. I am thrilled today to have Maggie Kane, the founder of A Place at the Table, right here in Raleigh. She's also an NC State grad, which my wolf pack heart loves. Go pack. <laughs> but I am so excited to have her here, and I am going to turn it over to her and let her introduce herself. Awesome. Thanks, Danielle. I'm so excited to be here. And um, yeah, just really, really pumped and honored to, to be a part of this. And thanks for inviting me. So I am Maggie. Yes, as Danielle said, I'm the founder um, and currently the executive director of A Place at the Table. Um, we are a pay what you can restaurant in downtown Raleigh. Um, what that means, you want me to dive into that too? Yeah, yes, we're going to get into it anyways, but feel free to share whatever. Sure. Um, I guess I'll go back a little bit more is, is I, um, I'm from Raleigh, so, um, I don't know who else out there is from Raleigh, but, um, proudly from Raleigh, never thought I'd stay here, but it's funny when, when, you know, you, you get called in other ways and, and you are here. Um, and I, and I love Raleigh. I have a twin sister with a, with two children. Um, I'm a recent new aunt to a, a newborn who was born three weeks ago. Um, and I have an older brother with a almost 10 year old nephew, um, or he, his son, my nephew. Um, so they all live here. My mom lives here. Um, and just really, really lucky to, to be in Raleigh and lucky to have gone to NC state and graduated and, um, and lucky to have started a place at the table. Yes. I love when I get to talk to local people like yourself. And I was just talking to, uh, I just had Sarah Moody who runs uh, uh, Pop-Up. Yeah. Pop-Up. Awesome. And her and I were talking about it. I was like, whenever I introduce myself and people ask all the time, like, are you from Raleigh? And I'm like, born and raised. People are like, wow, that's really rare. And I'm like, isn't it? I'm like, it doesn't feel that rare. That's what I say. And then they say, oh yeah, you're a unicorn. And I like, it doesn't feel that rare anymore. It does. Um, yeah, I it think, just, there's I think a lot of us. So many people from New York and Chicago yeah. moving mm -hmm. down here that it's like, guys, we've been here our whole lives. We, yeah. we, we haven't gone anywhere. You guys have just come down to our state. You just come to join, to join us. Yeah, no, yeah. Did you did you see your, I mean, I know this is a podcast about a place at the table, but did you see yourself staying here? Did you think you were going to stay here? I, I, I did. I, I, like, I don't know about you, but I stepped onto NC State's campus. Even after being born and raised here, I stepped on NC State's campus. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is home. This is where Love I'm it. meant to be going right now. So I, there was no, and even I went to ECU for two years um, and then transferred into state because I didn't get in right away. And I was like, I like, I love it here. I've gotten to travel. I've gotten to do like go overseas. I've gotten to travel the United States. And I'm like, I just love coming back. I mean, what other place can you drive two hours and hit a beach or two hours and hit the yeah. mountains at the same time? Like, yeah, that, no, that's, that's totally the truth. And yeah, it sounds like you travel a lot with your races and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm the, I, I actually, I, I hated high school. I'm like one of those that I talk to a lot of high school kids and I'm like, you can do it, make it through. Yeah. Um, it was awful. So I, that really prompted me wanting to leave and, and get out of um, Raleigh. Yeah. Um, but I went up to Appalachian and loved it. I love the mountain. I'm a big mountain girl. I'm a big hiker. <laughs> and, and it was like negative three degrees and pouring rain. And I knew that I have seasonal depression. I've got one of those lamps and I knew that I would not be happy in, um, you know, in any, right. in a cold setting like that. So 
um, ended up going to NC State, and it really was the best thing. So I, I, I feel that with you too. Yeah. I walked on campus, and it was awesome, and yeah. and found my community, and um, and here I am. But we are so yes, full circle. Going back to it, we are unicorns apparently, which I will take that title. I love that. I, you know what, I do too, and I will happily add it to my Instagram bio with just the emoji. Just a little emoji. We and and side note, so our cafe manager at a place table was yes. she is amazing, so amazing. Yes. And we do a food truck rodeo every year. And so this year it was gonna be on her birthday, and she loved unicorns and sparkles yes. and everything. And so she it's not we actually moved it to the day after, but she's gonna have a tent with unicorns and sparkles and glitter and fun. So um we'll be sure to get that date to y'all. So hopefully um yes. Cause that is so much fun and that's <laughs> I know. I know. So anyway. I love it. Um when I when I first reached out to you, I like I've known about a place at the table in you for years just because they actually used you as an example in my business classes oh, at funny. state. As like a type of business model. So I was like a place at the table in Raleigh. I was like, what a unique, like pay what you can, like nonprofit cafe. What a unique idea. I just want to start with how, how did that concept come to be for you? Sure. Yeah. Um, I love that. I definitely took several of those business classes and <laughs> Um, my mom taught in the business school, so um, maybe that's why they're doing it. But that may be it. Shelly King. Um, no, but I, um, yeah, so graduated from NC State, so that's my story's a little bit, um, you know, I'm at NC State, I actually went to school for international relations, Italian, and business. So I'm still thinking, gonna leave NC State, gonna move abroad. Um, I know it's so funny when I say that, everyone's face goes exactly how your face just was, like a, wow, okay, what's she doing now? Um, but I, I um, thought I was going to move abroad. Um, I had to apply for jobs, you know, teaching English, doing mission work, or um, was also looking into like embassy work. Um, but I, I ended up my third year of college, I ended up hearing a speaker at an event. Um, and the speaker was talking about a day shelter he ran in Raleigh or was about to open, I guess. And so I just immediately felt this, this, you know, this gut check gut feeling of I got to get involved with this and so I reached out to him got and, and heard more about it and the rest is history I was there every single day I um I really just fell in love with everyone I was meeting at this day shelter and for all who do not know because I didn't know a day shelter is a place where um people who live outside people experiencing homelessness or people facing extreme poverty um can go in the day and just have a place to be. They can get coffee, they can get off the streets, they can um, use the bathroom. And and so um, we would see anywhere from 100 to 150 people a day coming in and getting off the streets. Um, and so I just loved it. So I graduated college, um, um, very lucky, let me side note, very lucky to have graduated college. I look at our, our kids now and I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't have even gotten into college now with my yeah. grades. Um, so I feel, feel very fortunate to have been able to go to a four-year school and I graduated and several folks experiencing homelessness came to my college graduation. And it was in that moment where I, I said, wow, yes, I'm applying for other jobs elsewhere, but um, I think I need to stay here and do this work for, for a while. Yeah. Um, and so I, I kind of created my own job. Um, if anyone ever wants to talk about that, like I will gladly talk about how you create your own job. 
but worked my way in, created my job, um, and and ran this day shelter. Became the operations director of this 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 day shelter day center, and um, it was there that I um, really just got to know people even more. Being able to spend you know eight to twelve hours with people every single day and get to know their stories and their hopes and their dreams, and and they got to know mine. Um, and for me, getting to know people is really done through food. Um, you know, coffee, drinks, whatever. It's that tool to 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 getting to know someone, to creating community, to to building relationships. It's we all have to eat and we and I think we all love to eat, I think. Um, <laughs> as I'm on my like tenth cup of coffee. Um, but I I really so so I started to eat with folks who were sleeping outside at night and that that ended us up at the soup kitchen a lot. Um, so downtown Raleigh has an amazing soup kitchen. If yes. anyone is looking for a volunteer opportunity and or needs a meal, um, they feed from 11 to 12 every single day, a huge meal. They feed about 300 people. They're really fighting food insecurity. Yes. Um, and so I, I, we, I would go with, with folks um, to eat. But what I found was it's so different than my privileged life experience where I can, um, you know, choose wherever I want to eat. I can spend hours with someone. Um, it was, you know, you wait in line, you get, get inside, you get handed a plate, and then you have to eat really quickly so someone else can come in and eat. And there's nothing wrong with that, of course, but um, it was, again, so different than my experience. And so at that point, I started taking folks out for meals, and I saw they wanted to go to places with a lot of choice um, and, and a lot of food. Yes. And so in my head, I, you know, I asked my friend, John, who changed my life forever. I said, you know, you've chosen Golden Corral multiple times now. Why? Is it because you have a lot of choice and you, you, um, you know, you get, a, you can pile your plates on. And he said, he said, sure, Maggie, the first is true, right? Choice. I get to choose today if I right. want a salad or if I want steak. He said, people make every choice for me from what I eat to where I sleep. I get to choose here. And then the second, he said, um, you know, I, I feel, then he said, the more important thing is I feel seen here. He said, people treat me as invisible. Um, here, someone acknowledges me. They, they say hello as I'm entering. They come and check on me. They ask if I need a refill. I'm seen here. Um, and it was that, it was in that moment, that was that mic drop moment for me that I said, okay, we have to create a place where people have choice and people feel seen. Um, at the same time, it was back in 2014 where Raleigh, while Raleigh, we've talked about it, it's so awesome. Love Raleigh. It yep. was it was also a time when gentrification was happening more than ever. And of course it still is happening yes. more than ever. Yes. But um downtown Raleigh specifically, um, you know, poor people were getting pushed out. And and so really felt that there was this need to to um, bring people together, create a place where everyone has choice, feel seen. Um, and so started researching found the pay what you can system, found that it existed in other places and okay. said if other places can do this, then Raleigh can too. And fast forward, we opened four years later, done. <laughs> but what's so cool about it is that, and I think one of the biggest pieces of a place at the table is community. You've got this incredible, even, even when you were getting this all together, you had people donating money, equipment, their time, to help put together this community cafe. And I think that's the beautiful part of it is, is the community aspect of it. And I think you've done a beautiful job of just, that's never wavered with a place at the table or with you. And that's always carried through with your business. 
Well, thanks for saying that. I really, I really appreciate that. And that, and that, thank you. And thank you for noticing that because that is, you know, I've always said if, if we are not doing that, we're not living our mission. And we, um, our mission is community and good food for all, regardless of means. And so we use good food as a tool to creating community. So yes, we're fighting food insecurity and we're feeding a ton of people every day, but we're really fighting community insecurity, providing a place for so many who need a place. Um, I think the pandemic has um, taught us a lot of things and it's definitely taught us that there are a lot of hungry people, but it's yeah. also taught us that there are a lot of lonely people. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we all are searching to belong. We're all searching to feel acknowledged and seen. Um, and so a place, a table, if you can feel seen just for a minute, then, yeah. then it's going to make, it's going to make your whole day. It's going to make your whole week. Um, and so we are just a place where a lot of people come in to feel seen and we are, are, you know, it, it yeah, it, it's, it's a really special place. And I'm so thankful to be seen there and to have community every single day. Um, so yeah, thanks for saying that. Thanks for noticing that. Absolutely. Now, because you just mentioned it, this, I would love to know from your, you know, local perspective, owning a business, COVID happens. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Again, oh my gosh, I got like I got like post, you know, PTSD. PTSD from it, yeah, from it. We all do. When that happened, what goes through your mind when you are working, you yeah. know, helping the homeless, helping, you know, in the community? How did you get? How do you do? How do you do that? It's a great question. Um, let me, you know, I'll get into the the you know the feelings in a in a second, but I'll put it into perspective first, just to. So, you know, I think we all, um, during the pandemic, things change in all of our lives, right? Um, but I, I, you know, so our model, just to put it into perspective, is before the pandemic, we're this tiny cafe. Um, we saw anywhere from 50 to 70 people a day coming in that needed a meal. Okay. Um, the pandemic hit. We saw upwards of 400, 450 people a day needing a meal. Um, hunger, we really saw hunger present. Um, we did, We did curbside. A, a to-go line all the way three blocks down. Um, so our model flipped on its head. Before the pandemic, we had um, about 70% of paying customers and 30% of non-paying customers. And you know these these cafes need paying customers to survive. Um, and then pandemic hit with those 400 450 people. We had no paying customers. Maybe one percent, which was um, amazing woman in Heather who works downtown and my mom. So, um, it truly like we, our model flipped on its head yeah. and, and, um, it was, it was really, really tough. Um, we did that for about a year and then we were able to reset, get back indoors, add volunteering back all yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, but how did we get through it? So I really think that we were in, in so First, I will say, was not easy. There was many, many periods of, of sadness, depression, whatever, whatever it be, anxiety. Um, but, but I, you know, it, I, I think I was running on adrenaline, if I, if I'm being honest, um, and problem solving mode all the time. Um, but what it finally came down to, and what I told our staff was, um, we are so lucky because there are a lot of people at home right yeah. now. They're yes. stuck at home. They are isolated from their people, from all yes. people. And we get to show up every single day. We get to be together. We get to have each other's back. We get to see each other. We get to laugh together. We get to cry together. Um, we have each other. 
And, and as I said earlier, you know, the, the matter of loneliness, like we, COVID brought on a loneliness epidemic. Yeah. And so, so, or pandemic, I don't know what you would tell what that, that word. What pandemic, you that. yeah. Epidemic, whatever. Oh, I don't, what is an epidemic? I, I, I got to think about that. But it really did like, and, and so I said, we could show up every day and, and have purpose and be around each other. And so that's like pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that that's how our team felt was, yeah, this is really, really hard, but we have each other and we're in this right. together. And we're right. going to be adrenaline just running a lot of adrenaline and I I I run on adrenaline a lot but um I do I do I am thankful and and then how else do we get through it I'll say this community you mentioned and touched on it earlier this community wrapped their arms around us they supported us whatever we needed they were there they were present they donated in kind donated dollars all of that so I you know places closed and and organizations closed restaurants closed and I'm, I'm like I'm so fortunate to say we didn't because yeah. this community had our back it's so it's so funny because I've and we were talking about this before we we started I've I've lately felt like the Raleigh community is so amazing and we had like I was saying we took we had the stadium series this weekend yeah. I have never seen so many people rally around a sports team yeah. quite like this before and show out like we did and it's because we I mean we represent we know how to represent yeah. and we know how to just be with each other and it's yeah. so hard because in this world today we're so wrapped around karens and th- you know all the so many issues we have today in this world yeah. that it is yeah. it is so nice when we get the glimpses of wow this community is amazing yeah. it really it like it fills your cup up it really yeah. fills your cup up just a little bit more it's that's so true and yeah i want i saw all the pictures of i think everyone i knew was at the stadium series game so i loved it it looked awesome and it's true though i think this community really cares i'm i'm, I'm currently writing my newsletter for i do a monthly or a monthly awesome. or every three months newsletter whatever whatever happens um and i'm writing it and i you know i started with like the heaviness of this world is it i mean the world is really heavy and it, it's hard and we're all experiencing it um but i had a place at the table like you you can walk in and it might not feel so heavy like we see the heavy every day that walks in that door we're the intersection of all the heavy but there but we are here and we it is like the to me it's the definition of that raleigh has your back and you just see the also the intersection of all of raleigh coming together in all of the county to to just be there and support each other and to your point, coming around hockey and coming around sporting events, but coming around food every single yes. day. I want to ask the cliche question of how did the name A Place at the Table come to be? I mean, it just from what you were explaining, such a great significance of just being seen, but how naming is so hard for me. I'm just always curious with how did that come to be? Awesome question. It's not cliche. I actually never get asked that question. So I got asked it the other day for the first time in years. So um, I, yes. Okay. So we, um, it, it didn't, it was like kind of like happenstance. We chose a different name 
we chose the gathering place, um, mm -hmm. wanting to be the gathering place. And of course, like I did not know how to start a business, but I applied as, as a, for an LLC with the Secretary of State as a gathering place, and I got denied because that name was already used in another place in North Carolina. Right. Um, and so I, I mean, for me, it, every there are a lot of moments of that are God things. I'm a person of faith, and and so I was sitting in um in a in a friend's office who happened to be a pastor at a church, and it was open to a, it, the Presbyterian hymnal, um, okay. like a hymn book of music. Yes. It was open to the song of Place at the Table. And, and so where it just, I mean, essentially says where we all have a place at the table. Yeah. And, and so I, it was right there and we had just gotten denied. And I was like, this is it. Yeah. This, is, this is the yeah. name. Yeah. Um, and it, it's such a, it, it, and I'm so thankful for it because yeah. it really is who we are, yes. but I can't give my, I can't like think back and say, wow, I was so insightful back then. And I knew <laughs> I literally saw it on a piece of paper and I was like, okay. <laughs> This is what we need to be. There it is. There it is. And hopefully we don't get denied again. There you go. But it's it's so fitting, I think, just because it fits well with your story and what and what you've been able to do in the community and what you've been able to see. I think it is, it fits perfectly with the being seen and everybody really truly having a place at the table. Well, thanks for saying that. And I, and I, and I do, and, and side note, like I get to use it all the time in every single speech I have and every single, like I get to always end it as, and you have a place at the table. Pretty good. I Pretty like good. it. I like <laughs> it. Your elevator pitch must be fantastic. Oh, so good. <laughs> I know. It's like a, it's like a longstanding joke. Like every newsletter, we'll see you at the table soon. You know, um, it just I is love it. And, and no, in all seriousness, it, it really is. And I think I think we've gotten really great feedback about it from all of the community um, where people really do feel like they, they have a place. Okay, I have to have a, like a fangirl moment with you because you, maybe a month or two ago, were on the Kelly Clarkson show. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. Can <laughs> we? I mean, I, I adore her and I love this show. And when I saw that you were on there, I was like, stop. I was like, Becky's Oh my God, you should have come with me. <laughs> I, I seriously though was in the air flying and in airports longer than I was even in like LA talking to Kelly Carson. But um I always forget how far it is to go to California. Um but thank you. Yeah, it was awesome. We're so fortunate. They reached out to us in December. We flew out in January and um it was it was really, really fun. Kelly, I know you said you love Kelly. Like I didn't realize how much I love her too. She is a great great human. I had a dream a couple days ago that she asked me to be her co-host and I about fell out. So I think I'm a fangirl of Kelly now. Um, but she really is as nice. She's as nice as you would even that you see on TV. She's like the, the nicest human. I love it. Her and Drew Barrymore, they're two shows now. I mean, my two favorite, but I, when I saw you were on there, it was like, it was everywhere too. My whole LinkedIn feed oh, was yeah. like, was like you and Kelly Clarkson. I was like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. It's so, it's like, it's like vomit. Like it's so ridiculous. We, yeah. It's, yeah. We're very fortunate. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but yeah. it's, it's like, I, I like, like to put my head down and hide. Um, so I wasn't even going to watch it and, and my staff did amazing and they were the real heroes on it and they were 
so great. And they were like, Maggie, you have to watch it with us. And so I was like in the corner at a place to table. Oh, and this is funny. We are such a mess at a place to table, not like the Kelly Clarkson shows. We are such a mess. We could not even get, we started, we tried from two to two 30 to try to get it streamed on our TV in the cafe. And we could not figure it out. Like we had three on different computers. We were looking for HDMI cords. We were like, how do we work this? And so we barely made it to yes. watch it. Oh my gosh. That's who we are. Cheers. <laughs> I'm like, like you guys think we all have, like Kelly Jackson shows that we have it all together. It's perfect. No, 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 no. Together, but that's life. It's like a controlled chaos. It's like right now, what you, what I can see of you, it looks really nice. What I don't know and what you can see of me, there's like stuff everywhere around me right now. Like, I'm like random printer I tried to hook up earlier. Like, look at my kitchen's gross. Like, uh, uh-uh, no. chaos is what is what we can all see right now. What we all showed everybody. <laughs> I and we call it at the cafe. We call it beautiful chaos. We we say all the time that it's. It is chaotic all the time. So, so for all who are listening, if you come into the cafe, I swear we say that it beautiful chaos, but it mm-hmm. it um it could be the best reality TV shows. Like you're never you never know if you're gonna see someone fighting, you're gonna see people like meeting for the first time and having this amazing moment, hugging, all, like love that. Ask for your water to be refilled a hundred times. Um, but at the end of the day, it really is. It's like it's chaotic and messy. Yeah. And it's, as I said, the intersection of all these different, different people and places and things, but it is beautiful. And you walk away just feeling like loved and cared for. And, um, so yeah. Yes. What I, what I loved about, um, I'm a research nerd. So I really, I like to, I love to look at what a place at the table's impact has been, has been. And, you guys have these numbers that on your website since 2018, and I just want to read these over 2000 individual volunteers each year, $175,000 pay it forwards and 108,000 meals served to someone in need. I'm sure the pandemic probably increased those numbers in terms of meals served, but what an impact and does it fit, and it, this maybe sound like a weird question, does it, do you feel the impact that the place at the table makes or does it just seem like you're not making it enough or what does yeah, it feel like to you? Such a real and good question. Um, thank you for looking and researching. That means a lot. Um, and yeah, that just also shows that we haven't updated the website in like a year. Um, so that too. Beautiful. I'm calling it out. I'm here to help you, Maggie, yeah. however I can. Yes. Exactly. No, we have an amazing, that just means I'm not doing my job and getting the proper information over to our amazing marketing coordinator. Um, but I, um, yes, I do. And I, I mean, every single day it's, and it goes back to what I said, you know, it's so chaotic in there, but it, you sit back and you're like, wow, like this works, this is not supposed to work and it works. And, and, and I get, I give all of that, as I said earlier, to the Raleigh community, but to a place table team. Um, I think what people don't know is that we have 22 paid staff. So we okay. have 22 people who work tirelessly every single day to make that place what it is. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, we've got, we've got maybe, um, um, I'm trying to think of how many volunteers in general, but um, every day we at least have 50 or 60 volunteers, whether people are coming in weekly for a weekly shift, 
um, or whether they're, they signed up online or whether they, they're volunteering for their meal. Um, you know, those 50 to 70 people make that place what it is every single day alongside our staff. So um, I look back and I'm just like, dang, like they do this. They do the hard work. I get to like be in the background and, you know, be on the Kelly Clarkson show, but they are doing it. Yeah. And it is, it's so cool to watch and just see that it's working and that relationships are being formed yeah. and that people are loving each other. And um, so, yeah, I think, I think we do see the impact. Now I'm not, I'm not here to say that it's, it's every day, you know, we're, we're smiling and everything's great. Like it is really, really hard. That hardness we feel in the world, we feel it out of place at the table. Absolutely. Um but at the end of the day, we, we all know why we're there. And we yeah. all know that a place at the table, it needs to be here. Well, and kudos to you as well, because part of that, you helped, you built that team. And that team is what makes it run. So kudos go to you as well, because oh, you. You, you put that team together to make it run like a well-oiled machine. Well, thanks. I well, give a lot of credit to to my director of operations, my cafe manager, my, you know, every other person on there that's hiring good people. Um, so I, I feel very thankful. We, we have such a solid, solid group of people that, that believe in this mission and it's, it's really fun to watch. Now I know you're in downtown Raleigh. There's not a whole lot of space left in downtown Raleigh to do a whole lot. Is there an idea to, okay, we're going to go do this in Durham or we're going to go do this in, in somewhere else in North Carolina. Is there any idea to go and expand? Yeah, great question. Um, so we get this question a lot, and I, and, and I actually get a lot of calls from people in these cities that want to um, open up cafes or want us okay. to come in and franchise. And while I think it would be great, and I love to travel, it would be awesome for me, um, I believe strongly that it's probably not our mission to do. Okay. I think that these cafes come out of community. The reason a place at table is so special is because, as I've said multiple times now, like the Wake County community wraps its arms around us. Um, but do I think that this model can work in Durham, in Winston, in yeah. you know New York City? Yes. And so we, what we want to do is is be a place that people can come learn and train with, and then we can help them open up their cafe. Okay. So, so um, I know that there are two amazing people in Durham ready to do this. Yes. So, like, let's go, let's do it. Yeah. And if you don't even have to call it a place table, let's figure out what works in Durham to to be um you, you know what works in durham that would make a pay what you can can restaurant run yes. and be successful um and and i think that that you know you come learn from us we figured it out we have the right team in place we be that training ground and then we watch you thrive and you open up and we're here to support like we're, we're currently working with there's a group in wake forest okay there's a group in pittsburgh um, there's a group in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, so there's multiple places that are trying to do this. We're, my director of operations and I are going to Charlotte soon to talk to some of them. So again, come they come out of community, um, but we're here to help. I love that. I love that. But and I think that's that's very unique, and it's almost you paying it forward as well and helping people do what they can to be in their own communities because, like you said, they if place at the table might not work in Durham, but something else might in a different form of it. 
And, and I'll, uh, so one of my greatest friends in this world is um, a woman who runs the one, and she doesn't run it anymore, actually. She has now stepped back and put it in people's hands, but they were on Mentor Cafe out of Boone. So ironically, I ended up back in Boone, um, where I originally wanted to go to school. Um, but they run a cafe called Farm Cafe. It's a pay-what-you-can restaurant, and it's so different than a place at the table. But yeah. that's what's so cool, is they're all so different, but they work where they work. Yes. So, so, um, you know, that's what's so cool. So Renee and I speak on a lot of panels together because we're like, okay, about pay what you can restaurants, because this is what works in Boone. This is what works in Raleigh. What works in your community? And we're here to have your back. And, and that's essentially what Farm did for me and Farm Cafe did for me. And, and so it, it's cool. It's cool to see. Um, but you, you know, these communities have to figure out what works best for them. Okay. It's early in the morning and I'm going to ask the food question cause I'm hungry. And I'll, well, you just ran 10 miles, so you <laughs> need food. You're coming up with the menu. Like you said, you wanted choices on the menu. Yeah. You still have a very, I, I love following y'all's Instagram too. Cause it, the other day oh, there was God. a cinnamon roll and I was like, my God, now I want a cinnamon roll. Girl, I mean, every day, I swear. I like people said the COVID 15 um, or the COVID, whatever you call it, COVID 10, 20. I got the, the COVID, I got the place, the table 20 from the baked goods <laughs> every day. Is there a favorite you like? And then how does, yeah. how does that, me how did that menu come together? Awesome. Yeah. I, no credit to me. I don't cook. I'm not good at cooking. I, I don't, not even good at baking, um, all credit to our team and kitchen. Um, yeah. but our, you know, we, we, um, had a head chef, executive chef, he's now our director of operations. He created the menu, um, and has really added all this flair into, into that space. Um, and, and then he's got a great team of bakers and, and line cooks that are just exceptional and yes. all super creative. Um, like yesterday, they randomly threw out a, um, you know, a French toast with berries and it was awesome. And so they, they really get creative in the kitchen, which is, which is also fun to see. Yes. Um, so he is the, the, you know, he's the one that created all that. Um, yes. My favorite. So, okay. This just depends on the hour of the day. Um, cinnamon rolls for sure. Never had a cinnamon roll, um, better than a place of tables. And I, and I mean yeah. that, um, people said bit about the biscuits too. And I, yeah, of course. Um, so we have these giant biscuit sandwiches that are really good spicy cheddar, bacon, egg and cheese. Ooh. Um, but I love the huevos rancheros. Um, those are delicious. Yeah. Um, I am a creature of habit. So I eat a lot of huevos and yes. salad for lunch. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's just a really great salad, you know, like you, yes. I, I'm addicted to lettuce. I love yeah. like greens. And, um, so the lettuce and the lettuce, um, and all that comes from Raleigh city farm. So yeah. right down the street from us in Raleigh, um, they donate all of their produce. So all, every produce item in the cafe is, is from Raleigh city farm. Um, but our sandwiches are great too. Um, we have a lot of gluten-free and vegan options, um, of even baked goods. Okay. So we'll always have, have those in there too, to be okay. accessible. Um, our coffee is great. We use black and white roasters that's in, in Raleigh as well. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you really can't go wrong, but <laughs> I would say top three, cinnamon roll, huevo rancheros, health salad. I'm hungry now. I know. And I got to also get some credit that going back to the coffee is our baristas are amazing and they make these, I, I'm not a latte. I'm a black coffee drinker, but right. If you're a latte fan, right now we've got a lavender latte, a lavender mm -hmm. fog. We've got different things on the menu. Cher mm -hmm. I think they did a cherry Garcia or something. So super nice. creative too. I love that. 
Um, what what are you looking forward to this year? What are what is the place at the table a part of? Do you have events that you're doing? Yeah. What, what is going oh, on? I'm so glad you asked. Um, so earlier I said the food truck rodeo. So June fourth, food truck rodeo at a place at the table across the street in the parking lot. We'll have eight or nine food trucks come out, and it'll be pay what you can for for a food truck. Okay. Um, so we really want you know we get to do it every day in the cafe. Um, yeah. that we can, but we don't get to have a huge event where everyone can come and eat together and yeah. and then also making food trucks accessible to, to yeah. people. So um food truck rodeo June fourth, that will be so fun. Okay. Um we that's all we've got right now. And I, I um but we do if you if people follow us on social media, you can see some of the events that we have. My last question for you, Maggie, is just what inspires you? Ooh, people. Um, that's a great, that's a great question. Thanks for asking that people, people inspire me. I mean, I wake up every day. I go to bed every night thinking about the amazing humans in my life. Yeah. Um, I, I really believe that I was put on this earth to just love people and be loved. And so I, I, people inspire me, their stories, their hopes, their dreams, as I said earlier. Um, and I, I will, I will continue to always, um, just, just love people. I love that. And like I said, this community, it, it, it has a, so many great people in it and so many people that are doing so, so much good. Um, yeah. So it's, it's not hard to be inspired by people like yourself, but yeah. others just that Perfect. are gotcha. so much, so much incredible work here. Um, so it makes Raleigh Raleigh and I, that's what I believe. Yeah. We are lucky to live here. We've got some really, really great humans um so yeah thank you thank you for having me on you are inspiring me to get my butt up and go for a 10 mile run so thank you um you do it, please please message me and tell me that you did oh i'm not doing it that was a joke but i did do two miles so hey. you know, no 10 i'm gonna let you keep that mm. no i'm i'm about to i'm on the way to go get a sports massage that's how bad my body feels after two miles so that sounds you keep can I, can I have one of those now? <laughs> I'll give you my contact. Vince, but myology is incredible. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. Um, but Maggie, I can't thank you enough. You guys, if you guys do not follow Maggie or A Place at the Table, please go follow them on socials. You can stay up to date with everything that they've got going on. Um, and Maggie, I can't thank you enough for coming on and speaking with me today. Well, thanks, Danielle. It's so fun to hang with you. And um, yeah, looking forward to seeing you and everyone else at a place at the table. Yes. See, there we go. Elevator pitch right there. You I tell you, it's so easy. See you at the table soon. <laughs> I love it. And as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all.